As the last podcast release of 2023, we're sharing again the most popular podcast of this year. The podcast conversation with the most downloads and listens, released back in January, was podcast 1142, Making Breathing Exercises Fun. David Abrams, Chad Miller, Michael Miller, and Kara Metzger of The Colts Brass Staff share advice to help your musicians sound better and enjoy the process of improving. Do not miss this practical information that you can use right away with your students. Thanks to The Colts for sharing your expertise with us at the Marching Roundtable. The Marching Roundtable is proud to be an official media partner of Drum Corps International and Music for All. And again, for any band directors listening, an investment in a few minutes of breathing with your band, um, you know, a couple of times a week, every other day, it will it will show up, I promise. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, we tend to do 15, 20 minutes uh, a day at the Colts, but it can be as little as, as three or four or five minutes. Um, you know, two exercises each time you do it, you'll notice a return on that. Um, and it's really worth the time. And I know we all feel like in our in our rehearsals, we, we feel so limited, um, but but give, doing, spending those, those four minutes or five minutes um, a couple of times a week will, will show its return in your ensembles. That's Dave Abrams of the Colts Brass Staff. There's a way to help your students sound better by using their air better and enjoy the process. This conversation was part of an hour-long webinar that was full of great information that you can use with your students, especially your brass players. Joining Dave on this conversation were Chad Miller, Michael Miller, and Kara Metzger of the Colts Brass Staff. You can watch the entire hour-long conversation in Marching Arts Education. There's a link to that video where this podcast is located at the Marching Roundtable. Making breathing exercises fun on the Marching Roundtable. Sponsored by LCL Mentors from Leaders Creating Leaders. Found at lclmentors.com. LCL Mentors, friendly, helpful advice when you need it. When you talk about mentorship, I think one of the most difficult things is that most of us don't think that we need a mentor, uh, when in reality we do. Uh, we don't really know what we don't know. And uh, as a result, having someone that has some experience that has gone through all of the things that you're about to go through as a music educator is, is a valuable tool. You know, who do you learn from uh, once you're out teaching? You know, who is gonna help you to avoid the pitfalls and to be your cheerleader on those, uh, those rough days? So, you know, a mentor can really be the person who assists you in merging the pedagogy and knowledge from college with real world teaching challenges. And if you're already being well supported out there, if you have somebody to call when you need help, that is wonderful. I'm so glad you have that. But if you don't, if you find yourself alone, you don't know who to call when you need something, you don't have a support system like that, we have experts with years of experience who are ready to help you with exactly the thing you're wondering about. We've been there, we know. LCL Mentors, friendly, helpful advice when you need it. Hi, I'm Dennis Delucia. Recently, I had the opportunity to shoot a webinar with my dear friends, Steve Rondonero, Tom Blair, Lindsay Vento. And it was for Marching Arts Education, uh, an operation started and run by the great Tim Hinton. And it would be terrific if you all joined, became members of marchingartsteducation.com, 
so that they can continue the great work that they have uh, begun to do in behalf of all the marching arts. So please join, check out their website, marchingartseducation.com. Our two big focuses here at the Colts when playing a brass instrument is Oh, and it, it goes back to Arnold Jacobs, uh, me and Dave being tuba players, Song and Wind. Um, it's really developing the musician up here through the ears and through audiating and then getting their air and the respiratory system going. You couple those two things together and you've got a wonderful brass musician. We were very lucky at the Colts to have Dave Abrams. Um, spent a lot of time with Sam Palafian studying the breathing gym. Um, and really, honestly, I've done breathing gym a long time. I've been around a lot of people that do it. I'm willing to bet almost everybody watching right now has at least done this or the paper airplane trick. We all know those basic breathing gym exercises, but Dave understands it on a deeper level and he can develop exercises situationally to fit the music, to fit what the kids are going through any given day, um, to balance balance things out from day to day to help accelerate and pull back on their development. There's just a lot of an organic approach with how Dave does the breathing gym, just because he knows the, the foundation of it so well. So that's why we have Dave on here is to go into some detail on that. Um, it's great stuff. If there is one thing you start doing with your students, good breathing should definitely be it. So I'm going to let Dave jump in now. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Chad. It's great to have a caption as a tuba player who understands the need for all that air. <clears throat> um, not that all brass players don't, but, you know, especially us, us low guys. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's all based on that, that idea of more air equals more vibration equals more sound. So with that at the basis of all these exercises, um, through a series of stretches that we do daily um, into some, some more intense exercises, some breathing things, and then just some flow exercises where we just work on that inhale, exhale through various counts and, and things like that. Um, I love the opportunity every day to, to you know, go into that bag of tricks that is all the things in the breathing gym and create a variety of exercises for these students because it keeps them active. You know, we know we can get into a rut when you're doing the same exercises every day, even as beneficial as they are. Like, you know, imagine if doing the same exact lip slur every day, the same exact, right? You can just kind of go through the motions. So through the breathing gym, um, definitely creating, you know, new exercises or, or, you know, taking exercises that Sam and I have talked about. Um, and I, before his un unfortunate passing, I, I had the opportunity to call him up and say, hey, I was thinking about this exercise or taking this and making it into something so it would create, you know, multiple responsibilities. And, and he was all about it. He was so much, uh, he loved drum corps himself, by the way. He has deep connections there. Um, but through the stretches, right, we talk, I talked to the students through the whole thing about when we're stretching, why are we stretching these certain things and where are we stretching? Um, it's about awareness. I say the word awareness all the time with them so that when we get into the exercises and they're taking these really full breaths, I can say, hey, remember that stretch we talked about, which was stretching here in the back? Here you should be feeling that stretch. That's why we're getting loose. Um, the idea of keeping the body loose and limber and relaxed and it only engaging the muscles that need to be engaged so that they can be really, really focused um, on that air intake and then really that, that putting out the air through our, our various sized um, forms. Um, and you can take the, these exercises and go from as intense as you want to as relaxed as you want. Something as simple as in for four, out for four. You could do it very slowly to really work more awareness and really feel the expansion as you breathe, or you could make it really quick and get the brain faster and get the body speeding up and make your air, you know, imagine what that air would sound like at those intenser, faster speeds. Um, another thing that we've been able to do with the Colts is, I kind of, we call it running gym. So we'll set them off for, for a quick run to get their heartbeats up like they would at a fast part in the show. 
Um, we have them run back, and once everyone's back, we'll jump into a breathing exercise. And it teaches them to kind of calm their bodies, get more focused on just the physical needs that they need for the breathing, so that they're always using what we call good air. Um, bad air creates bad sounds, and, and I don't think any anybody's interested in hearing bad sounds. Um, but we really put them through the ringer, and the, the members take to it so well, and they're always excited to do the breathing, and they're always excited for what exercises we're going to do that day. They, they even have favorite breathing exercises. I mean, I love that. Um, and it's breathing. It's something that I do every day. So I'm, I'm passionate about it for my own playing and my own performance, um, and to be able to share that with, with our members and, and the staff, you know, always. Um, it's really, really uh, great, and I, and I love that all of our members really dig in and, and you know, buy into our, our breathing program and what we've created at the Colts. Yeah, I, I I just want to echo something that Chad said too that um, that that Dave does so well is Dave. I love how you are able to diagnose issues that the horn line's having, and then like a doctor, literally create a prognosis and a plan of action. Um, you know, we all we've been in situations where like we do exercises because we've done them and we've just seen them done. But Dave, you really have an understanding of how they work and how to manipulate the various pieces of them and put them put them together and create your own kind of your own bag of tricks. So it's it's really fascinating and and to see the results of that is just a, a really cool thing. Well, and yeah, I mean, really at the end, it's it's really about the results, right? We're not just doing it to do it. Um, the fact that we're seeing such great um, return on the, on this investment of our time and our investment in the breathing, I mean, that's just more motivation to to keep it going and, and keep building on it. Well, I've been able to go as far as to tell Dave, like, hey, they're having a problem with this rhythm, like this groove. Can you work something into the breathing exercise to help them, like, in, in, internalize that? And Dave will always, like, within a few minutes, come up with a great breathing exercise that helps them to internalize that while doing the breathing exercise. Um, so it's just great to have that. And, I mean, I we may go just a few days during the summer where we might not be able to do a breathing gym session. We do it pretty much every day from the beginning of the year to the end. And we even do it on the last day just because the kids love it so much and they want to do it again. So we always give it to them. Um, oh, you got something there, Tim? Yeah, I have a question, but I have to. I hope you don't mind if I popped in, but like I have to yeah. go back to David for a minute. Like David, I know that there are band directors right now listening to this, and they're like, "Wait a minute." These kids love the breathing exercises so much they can't wait. Like, I think people, I think it becomes a chore at a lot of places. So can you go back a minute and tell us, like, how are you making them love it? Like, clearly you have this passion for it. But what are you doing to make them look forward to it, to make them not want to miss it, to make them want to do it? Because this is what every program needs. You need I to mean, spend some time with Dave is what you need to do, because then you'll know. <laughs> it could be that simple, everybody. I thought that might be the answer, but still, maybe there's more. I mean, I think a lot of it is in the delivery. It's making them believe in the power of the breathing, believing in the results, and trusting that if you stick to the program, you will see the results. It's it's not like taking a test where you have to wait or you have to kind of redo it. Like, it's the daily approach where you can kind of self-fix. Um, when we do our breathing, we're always in a circle, and I'm in the center, and I'm, I'm scanning around the circle the whole time, and I'll catch a quick problem here. And a lot of times it's just tension. Um, but I think it's the immediacy of the results that the members see that gets them encouraged and gets them excited about doing it. Because then we'll do, and then as, after the breathing, we'll go right to the horns, and they see they they can put it right into action, and we can reinforce it right then and there, and they see it. And that again, that immediacy is is really the key. Um, but it's also fun. Part of it is in the delivery as well, and that may have been like what Mike and Chad were kind of alluding to. A lot of it is just in the, you know, it's it's fast paced but not too fast. 
And, you know, just everything we do with it, I kind of do it in an excited way, and I think that gets them excited about it. Kara, I feel like I want you to weigh in on this. Like, can you can you interpret for this, not from Dave? Like, how, how does he do it? I mean, I would say that he does it by having fun and having a good time. Like, really, when you're looking at Dave doing breathing, he's always smiling, and that just brings the energy to the group so that they want to also do it. And he's putting, like, Dave also does the exercises, too, like when he doesn't have to count out loud. Um, so the fact that, like, Dave or some of us are also doing the exercises sometimes along with the students really is something that I think they latch on to, and they're like, oh, they're working hard. I can work hard, too, because I see what that actually looks like to do that, you know? I like to yeah, try Chad, this every go once ahead, in a while. Go ahead, Chad. Sorry. Oh, I just <laughs> saying I like to try to hang out with the two is every once in a while and outlast them, which is very difficult to do. <laughs> That's cool, but to your point, it's it's so integral to the great sound that you guys are getting and to the performance ability of the of the players that you wouldn't want to skip a day, right? And so it, it's it's integral. Well, and it's more. A lot of people think it's you know, especially we have this discussion discussion with our high brass a lot. A lot of people think it's just the amount of air, and it really isn't. I mean, if you're a tuba player, yes, the amount of air is is something you have to strive for. But it's really about the conditioning and the control that they develop. They really learn to calibrate their lungs and know when they're all the way full, three quarters full, halfway full, a quarter full. They know where all that air is, so they know how to calibrate for that. You know, a tuba player knows if he's playing a low B flat at a fortissimo exactly how long they're going to last on that air before they have to take their stagger breath. Um, so it really helps to do more than just create more air. And then that makes it easier to achieve the show. And that's the part the kids love. Like they don't feel like they're fighting the show. They feel like they're enjoying the show. They're owning the show. Um, we actually do, we do breathing block as well, which I know is a little old school, but the kids, they also love the breathing block. They've gotten mad at me before when we skipped it. Um, but we've had years where they've gotten to about a seven minute mile doing breathing block while doing breathing exercises. So they're like a track team sometimes. And it's, they have fun with it. They enjoy it. They get the camaraderie builds there because they help to build up the kids that are struggling you know they support each other so it creates a cultural thing not just a pedagogical thing um and so we just kind of go with it and let them go faster and faster but it's it's fun to watch i will also say tim some of it is as we all know they're drum corps members and drum corps members have a certain zest for everything that is drum corps and that helps if I can just, I'm sorry, if I can just add on, it's, you know, we talk about the the investment in, in our members through the, through the breathing. And again, for any band directors listening, an investment in a few minutes of breathing with your band, um, you know, a couple of times a week, every other day, it will, it will show up, I promise. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, we tend to do 15, 20 minutes uh, a day at the Colts, but it can be as little as, as three or four or five minutes. Um, you know, two exercises each time you do it, you'll notice a return on that. Um, and it's really worth the time. And I know we all feel like in our in our rehearsals we we feel so limited. Um, but but give doing spending those those four minutes or five minutes um, a couple of times a week will will show its return in your ensembles for woodwind and brass and even percussion players. Yeah, I think I think this doesn't strike me as the place to cut corners. <laughs> I mean, really, like I mean, if they don't have if they can't use their air and they're not going to get that sound anyway. Everybody understands that. Listen, everybody, like this. This is an example of the amazing teaching being done at the Colton and all of course. Like, I'm just so giddy that you guys are here. And like, this is such great information. By the way, we have a question 
And the third wife popped in for Dave. What is your all-time favorite breathing gym exercise? Phil wants to know. Boy, oh my gosh, um, my all-time favorite. I mean, I, 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 you can't. It's really tough to answer. I love power breathing, which is just massive breaths in and big, big breaths out. Um, and then there's there's Old Faithful, which is aptly named four four three five two six one seven. Um, where you're just changing your inhale counts and your exhale counts every every couple of couple of reps. Um, that one I find is really great for getting me focused, and it lets me um, kind of gauge some dynamic levels for myself, and I can really focus on my flow and my timing. Uh, and that's kind of the unsung thing about some of the breathing gym. It does help with timing. Um, and we talk a lot about ensemble timing in our just in breathing, and I'll comment on their attacks. Are they together? Are they not? Do they sound the same? Um, but I think all-time favorite breathing is, uh, I'm going to go with power breathing. I think it's fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the show, Chad. Thank you guys for answering those questions. And I can see that Dave is, Dave, is Dave always like this? Is he always just like energetic and super oh, excited? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm actually pretty subdued, Dave, I must say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm on the show. Find many other conversations like this one on the Marching Roundtable podcast and webinars at marchingroutseducation.com and on the Marching Roundtable YouTube channel. Just search for the Marching Roundtable on YouTube and we hope you'll subscribe. And you can find hours of conversations with instructors and designers from Drum Corps International by clicking on DCI in the main menu at Marching Arts Education. Thanks to the sponsor of this podcast, LCL Mentors at lclmentors.com. This is your host, Tim Hinton, the beast of the marching arts. You can contact me at beastofthemarchingarts.com. And thank you so much for listening. Hi there. My name is Chaz, and I'm with Bandit Enterprises, and we've been moving the music since 2002. I am a fan and have been a Patreon supporter of the Marching Roundtable podcast and the Marching Arts Education website for many years. What Tim and his team have been doing is bringing educational and entertaining content for all of us involved in the many aspects of the pageantry arts. The podcasts have featured both the legends of the activity and the fans in the stands like me. Marching Arts Education presents hours and hours of valuable content to teachers and students alike. We need to support Tim and his team so he can continue to provide us with insight and a lifeline to the activity we love so much, especially during this time we don't have the normal access to all of our musical outlets. For just $5.99 per month, which is less than one of those fancy-ass coffees from a barista who misspells your name on the cup, you can have access to every podcast and webinar and help keep Tim creating and sharing these valuable resources. The Marching Roundtable is at the top of my podcast playlist whenever I head out on a road trip, and I am continually amazed at the prolific amount of material Tim produces. Join now and help keep the beast of the marching arts turning out a beastly amount of fun and educational content. Go to Marching Arts Education and click on membership to sign up. And remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Sign up for a membership or sign up your entire staff at marchingartseducation.com membership. If you're a business that works with band directors, marching bands, color guards, or drum lines, you should sponsor podcasts at the Marching Roundtable. 
our listeners are the exact audience you're trying to reach. And with thousands of podcast downloads each month, it's a great way to directly reach your target audience. For more information, click on the Sponsorship Opportunities link at marchingroundtable.com or email Tim at tim at marchingroundtable.com. You can grow your business and help support what we're doing here on the podcast.